Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Jamie. He's Matt. Welcome back to another episode of the Framed Up Podcast. Glad you guys are with us today, and we've got a pretty cool episode. We're going to go through. Uh, Matt's going to share some info on uh, some new gear he just picked up, the Sony A7R5. Is that right? Yes, that's right. I, I keep... Uh... I keep it, it's hard. I, I keep getting the names like the R and the the seven backwards, but yes, that's it. I just gotta remember the number before, comes before the letter A, so it goes letter, number, letter, and the number. Yeah, it's I always kind get it backwards, especially if you've like used other camera brands and then swapped because everybody has it configured differently. So, but I'm pretty sure this is the A7R5, like ours is the A7R3. So, and then there was a four in there. I think there was something else, but anyway, looking forward to hearing, uh, hearing about this new beast here. So Matt, won't you jump in and tell us? So, okay. So I trying to get this off my Photoshop. Stop share. If I hit stop share, is it going to stop recording? Uh, it shouldn't. No, it should. There we go. All right. Okay. Okay. Now we're good. Sorry about that. Okay. So, I, I'm doing a summit class. It's not summit online. It's a virtual workshop. Uh, let's see. And that's not next week, but the week after. And it looks like it's the seventh and the ninth. It's sold out. So that's why I would be pitching it a little bit more if it weren't sold out, hopefully. And then I have another workshop that we've talked about too in um, March. In March, the third and fourth, it's sold out also um, in person in Paducah. And that you're going to come to and but just so everybody knows i've had a few people ask about that and i am going to have another one i think anyway but i have to talk to chris about that since that one sold out so uh but we'll stay tuned to hear more about that if if we do another one and hopefully we will later on in the year but anyway so for the online class it's 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 about uh it's basically just a, a normal senior shoot so I've been doing, like I said, last couple episodes, I've been doing my YouTube stuff. I'm trying to release one video a week, just trying to help people learn photography. And I've got a guy, one of my friends that does media work. And so he's been filming a lot of it for me and videoing it and then cutting the videos together for me to post on YouTube. And he came with me along with another guy from my church uh, yesterday to, and so I, I just got one of the kids that I've taken pictures for, several times Malachi Ryder he goes to Paducah Tillman he play he wrestles state champion wrestling and then he's started running back on the football team and they're you know they got to the state they got to the finals last season and then this past year so this season they I think they got to the so the final eight or the final four but uh anyway so they're got a really good football team too but Malachi's a great athlete so I used him I thought he'd be perfect because we wanted to do somebody have somebody for the shoot that was you know do casual pictures in sports because that's kind of what I'm known for sports. And so they just came with me, Bailey and Eli came with me and videoed the whole thing. And so we pretty much, we, we put, so I got the new camera and I used that for the shoot. And then we used my A1 to video, which it wasn't really ideal because I didn't really think about this beforehand, but I have, I bought the new 7200 Sony and then I have the 2.8, the new one, or well, that's about a year old now, but I've got that one now and I've got the old one that I'm, that I'm selling. I've actually already got it sold, but I, I we used it for this shoot because I had to have my wide lens, my 24 to 70 and my 70 to 200, my new one. And then we used the old lens on the A1 to film 
I didn't think about it, but that's like you need something a little bit wider, probably. It, it worked, but Bailey had to scoot like way back. But so I so that allowed me that allowed me to shoot with the new camera, and I, I was very impressed. the The A one has great autofocus. The the A seven R five has better autofocus, if you can believe it. Now that and and that's what everybody has said that on the reviews that I've read and the specs and everything, everybody talking about it with the previews before it came out, which I think it came out in December. So it's not, it's, it's pretty, it's still very new, but it, uh, it, it, they've incorporated a new kind of AI, I guess. So the A1 will, it, it does a really good job with face tracking and it goes to the eye of the subject that you're wanting to shoot. And then if they turn away, it will continue to track, Sometimes, sometimes it falls off. It just kind of depends. It's, it's, it's decent when they're not looking at the camera, but the, the cool thing about the, the new one, the new body is that it has body recognition also. So it, whenever somebody looks away, it finds their body or their head and continues to track it, which is, I I had, I don't think I, I lost focus once. And it was because there was a branch in front of him, in front of his face that was that was kind of it was really thin, and I was scooted back quite a bit, so I couldn't really see it. That's and that's so it caught that. But other than that, I mean, I didn't even come close to losing all day. And the action shots, it was easy to track. Obviously, which a one, like I said, is really good. But the, believe it or not, I mean, this is I don't know how it could get much better than this. It's pretty amazing. The image quality at sixty megapixels, and the image quality is is pretty remarkable also got it had good color that and that new lens to the new 70 200 it, it is lighter i don't know how much lighter it feels like it's about half with the old the old 70 200 ways or weighed and it's and i i did a comparison too of the sharpness i zoomed in like 400 percent. i just took a picture of the of like the case of water bottles in my kitchen when i first got it and it was like twice as sharp as the other one it was pretty amazing so, and on top of that, like it really, it really is nice to carry it around because it's so, it feels, it just feels better because it doesn't weigh as much because the, the, the mirrorless bodies are so small, the, the heavy, which the, it's not like the old 7200 was anything crazy. It was about like a normal 7200 with the DSLR is what it felt like, but it just feels a little bit heavy for, for the body. And I told, and I think I told you, I don't know if I mentioned it last podcast or not, but the, where the lens attached to the camera body, I always have a problem with that coming loose like it gets a little bit loose and i guess that's the way that i carry my cameras i don't know but it happened when i had nikon and it happened it's happened since i switched to sony it has something to do with the way that i carry it but this one i'm hoping that this new lens will remedy that because it doesn't weigh as much it, it feels pretty it feels extremely light but well, yeah so anyway happened, we did happened to me. i think it's yeah. where the camera body's so light you think the length of yeah. that lens and the way it's going to apply force like yeah, it's, it's got to right there at that where they join, but yeah, but it, I mean, it happened with my Nikons too, which they, they had heavy, a lot heavier bodies. I remember and when I switched to Sony, or even when I switched to the, I had the Z7 II for Nikon before I switched to Sony. And when I would go back to the 850, I mean, it felt like a tank when I would put that thing, when I would pick up that thing after using the mirrorless. But the, uh, you know, and it, it happened with Sony too, but like I said, the lens was heavier. So hopefully this is going to, going to fix that. But the, but the other thing about the, the the A7R5 is the the LCD on the back. I mean, it, the 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 picture quality is amazing, which I think it's got a better resolution. The, the viewfinder, electronic viewfinder, is also seems like it's better. And then that screen, how it 
flips out and can pretty much turn any way you need it to. That was the only thing about the A1 that I that I really don't like is the fact the screen comes out, which is nice, but it only comes out horizontally. So if you're shooting horizontally, you put the camera on the ground, like if I'm taking an action shot of an athlete, like yesterday I was taking a picture of Malachi diving that I just showed you, like he's scoring a touchdown, diving over the end zone. And like the A1 would have been fine for that because I, I shot it horizontal, but vertically it didn't it didn't it didn't turn like that so this one i think it's called an articulating screen when it, it'll pull out and then go out to the side too so you can video yourself and then flip it around so then you can video yourself and see you can see yourself in the lcd if the camera's pointed at you so you can shoot yourself and then also you can turn that vertically and then and, and turn the screen so you can set the camera on the ground vertically also and still in portrait mode and still see the back of the LCD because that's the only downfall of the A1 is you couldn't see the screen when you go vertical and put it that low to the ground. That so the, that's the one thing that I didn't like about our camera was it not yeah. both directions. Other than that, fantastic machine, but that's a, that's a huge plus, huge plus. That apparently, I, I mean, from what it sounds like, this is the first screen that does everything like that turns all the different ways. Every scenario is pretty much covered. Apparently that's the first screen that's done that. I think I've heard several people say Panasonic has a good has a good LCD that does something similar, but not it's not, again it's got limitations. This one, it'll do anything you want. It'll it'll stay. It, you can flip it around so that the plastic is facing you, and when you shut it, so that when you put it in your camera bag, like right now, I have the seventy two hundred on the A seven R five, and then I've got the A one in in my bag with with it's just the body with the body cap. And I have to turn it around because it's on the outside of my bag in one of the in one of the little compartments I, I made. So I have to turn the the lens attachment out because the LCD is exposed, and I don't want it to get hit. Yeah. And that you know I've got a Think Tank bag that's nice, but it's got padding. But I still don't want to take a chance. The A seven R five will flip the LCD around so the plastic's on the outside when you shut it. So you could put that you could put it in either way, and it's going to be protected because it's not exposed. You know, and you can also turn it around where the LCD shut is, is is visible, and you can shut it. Then you can pull it out, and then tilt it vertically. Then you can flip it out and look at it, or you can turn it around. So, like I said, you can see yourself video, and then you know, once again, then you can turn it vertically and then bend the screen uh, where it's flipped out, so you can see the you know see so you can see it when you shoot vertically. So it literally does everything you could ever you could want it to do. Every scenario, it's pretty awesome. And plus, the just the picture quality is is amazing. But and yeah, the, and just the overall quality of the camera, but just the image quality is it's it's. I want to compare it side to side, but with the A one, but it, I mean it's, it, since it's higher megapixel, obviously it's t about ten more megapixels. It's going to be the pictures are going to be bigger. But I can, I'm going to downsize one and compare them. But it's I mean it's it's just as good if not better. I'm I'm very, very impressed. Now the video aspect of it, I didn't test because I'm I don't know that much about video i hear that it has some rolling shutter a little bit in 8k and i made it 4k too but from what i understand it does it does a good job with video the a1 is better for that so uh, i don't know if we'll be using that for my youtube stuff or not but we've been videoing on the iphone um, bailey has a 13 <laughs> i have a 14 and i mean we we so i did an unboxing which will be i'm going to post that either this week or next week so stay tuned for that of of the new camera and we had um we had a couple lights a couple leds uh westcott LED, the solix leds and i had an umbrella on it 
and we used to uh, make a v-flat for some fill i just did it at the studio and it looked and it, we shot those with the iphone we shot a top down on a boom and then he, he was he just filmed from a normal angle and it i mean that the iphone takes amazing video it's really crazy i it's, I'm sure that there's people that could notice that, but I mean, most people aren't going to know it's an iPhone, but I think we're, I think at the same time, I think we're still going to switch to the A1 more than likely to start filming, shooting my YouTube stuff with that. But just so it's, you know, the best quality, quality possible. But uh, anyway, but the, but the, but the new body can do, can do some video too. And I made, I'm doing um, upward basketball pictures for Lawrence first Baptist next week. And then the games are on the weekend. So I, and I've got to do like a, highlight video for them go go one saturday and just take you know action action shots of the games and then take some video too so i may test out the new body with that and then do some with the a1 too and just kind of compare them i bought i, had to, I bought a 320 gigabyte card for the new camera because the files are so big it was like 650 dollars or something like that um, yeah. It's kinda, yeah no it's kind of crazy that memory cards are that big now because the old one i had was the other one i have is 80 I thought that was big, but this one, yeah. 320? Yeah. I mean, at that file size, you know, when you're shooting 60 megapixel, 60 megapixel files, it's going to chew up a lot of space. Yeah. And then I asked Bailey, because like I said, I'm I'm going to, I'm starting to learn video, but I asked him how long the 8K was last on that. And he was like, I don't know. I'd have to see, but probably about 20 minutes. And I was like, good Lord, like you, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm going to have to be, buy like, a gigantic hard drive. I'm going to start using that for video. If I'm going to shoot 8K, which I don't know that I, I really don't know need that that's necessary. That. Probably not. I would kind of like to do it just to see, but I mean, on a, on a daily basis, I don't think, especially because, you know, obviously YouTube's not going to need that good of quality and neither would the upward video. So, you I know, mean, and if I do start doing it, people are going to be viewing it too, you know? Yeah. I mean, there's not many cases where you would need that. Laptops. I mean, I don't think anybody's going to be watching it. They could, you know, like on an IMAX theater. But yeah, I don't think my upward highlight video is going to make it to IMAX. <laughs> yeah, you never so, know. We'll see. It's it's pretty remarkable though what what they're what they're able to do now. Um, and I just I think Sony, like I said, you shot an icon for a long time. I shot Canon for a long time, and the swap to Sony, I've been extremely pleased with. I think what they put out is remarkable. Uh, the equipment. So, what other? Are there any other features? Uh, I mean, I know the screen's awesome. We got a sixty megapixel file stuffed in there. Um, you say so when you're shooting burst. You and I talked about it a little bit. Uh, when you're in burst mode shooting, what's that file size at? It'll shoot ten frames per second at. You say what was it? Third. Tell me again because I can't remember. Okay, so the A one. I, I and again, I need to look this up so I don't sound like I know. So I sound like I know what I'm talking about. The A1 will shoot up to 30 frames a second, but you can't do it in raw. I'm pretty sure you, I, I, I would, I'm assuming you probably have to do it in JPEG. And I haven't done that before because I think it goes down to like 20, maybe whenever you, I think you can shoot 20 when you're in raw. Yeah. Or at least JPEG, but, but that's, that's fast enough. I, I don't even know. Cause when you look at the pictures, when you scroll through them on the back of the camera at 20 frames a second, it's almost like a movie. Like it takes so oh, many yeah. pictures yeah. and like, you just don't need, if you're, like I said, if you're, if now, if you, if you are new to taking action shots, maybe, but I mean, that's a lot of extra pictures that you really don't need. So 
I don't know that I would, I would ever use that. This one, the A, the A7R5 shoots 10 frames a second across the board. You don't have to be in JPEG or any special setting like the A1 to get the maximized frames per second. So, and that's, that's plenty. That's what I'm used to. That's what the, A, the 850 did. I think the D4S, which is the other camera I had for, for Nikon, I think it was 12 maybe. And yeah. it was a little bit faster, obviously. Was, that That's fine. Faster than that. Like the new, the Nikon Z9, which from everything that I've read is it's an incredible camera. I th- it, a lot of people named it camera of the year last year. And I have no doubt, but it's like 120 frames a second at max at the maximum FPS. And I'm just like, that's 120 frames per second. You might as well just take video at that point. Like that's, what, what, what is most the, of the time that's like, that sounds like a video. It is video, I guess. Yeah. Cause that's what you shoot. I think that's what you shoot for slow-mo on, isn't it? Is, um, uh, in video when you shoot video or you can shoot 120 or a lot of times you can shoot like 240 yeah so i mean if you need that for action shots i don't know that you need to be taking action shots that's what i mean i, mean, I couldn't imagine 120 no, that's i mean that's <laughs> 20 is enough like I, I i end up a lot of football games this year Trash i ended up with like uh, i mean I, I ended up with like three or four thousand pictures which that's I know a lot of people like might shoot that for an NFL game, but for a high school game that's a little bit shorter when I'm only shooting certain kids, that's too many. That's not that's yeah. too many pictures. So um you really gotta learn to be selective, which is it's a good habit to get into anyway. And if you are if you have shot action very much, you start to do that. You start to pick your spots more because you know when you're gonna need to press the shutter rather than just hold it down the whole time. So yeah. Um but anyway, uh, yeah, so yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I'm very, very happy with how the camera performed yesterday. I have no, I had no issues with it at all. The the only thing that I did notice that I didn't read beforehand, the one one thing I really love about the A1 is that the the native sync the sync speed for it, which is the highest the shutter speed can go, and use a strobe without switching to high speed sync because I and I did it. I just did a YouTube video on this. I posted it last week. Uh, it was a high, it was high speed sync versus neutral density filters because I get asked that question a lot. What's the difference? And so, anyway, um, when you switch to high speed sync, you start to lose power on the strobe. Like with full power at high speed sync and full power in normal is is not, not going to be the same. You're gonna I don't know how much you're gonna lose. It looks about like a stop, maybe hey maybe more. I'm not really sure, but um, and then you also get a little bit of banding over the picture where the one half of the screen is darker than the other half. And I don't really see that a whole lot. Um, the the FJ four hundred do a great job with that. I have seen it on portraits, like tight portraits that I've done for like little league baseball or something like that, where they're they're filling the frame. It's like waist up, and if the light is on the, especially if it's on the left side, I feel like the top of the frame is brighter on Sony's. It that side, like their arms tend to get darker on the right side of the frame quite a bit. You have to correct it in post which is really handy for Lightroom with the select subject now, but you don't want to have to do that. But um, anyway, so the point in all that is that you lose power and you get that little banding with that. And so the A1 will shoot that its sync speed is one four hundredth of a second, which I don't, I, to my knowledge, that's the only camera that goes that fast. All of my old Nikons were one two fiftieth of a second. I know some Canons are like, one, heard of. yeah, Canons are even slower than that. They're like one, some of them are like one, one, one twenty. Ours was. Before we swapped the last cannons we were using the like the Mark IV and stuff, they were yeah. one one sixtieth. 
one one that's it that's it yeah. uh and so anyway so the a1 is great because you don't have to switch to high speed sync till you get go so so you go to one five hundred which is awesome that really helps with you know underexposing out when you're outside about using the nd filter and uh anyway the but the a the a7r5 is one two fiftieth but that's that's still fine i mean not a big deal uh i wish that it was one four hundred but that's not the end of the world so it's okay Yesterday, it didn't affect us on the shoot with Malachi because it was overcast, so we had a great sky. But, uh, yeah, so anyway, that's the only thing, and that's not a big deal. I, I'm, it's okay. I, you know, and Like I said, high-speed sync on the FJ400s, which is all I shoot with. Well, I, I have some 200s now, too, but FJ200s, but the, I mean, it's not, no big deal. We, I can definitely work around that. So, But it, I'm glad I bought it, though. It, like, you know, it, everybody, I mentioned this in the video, too, on the unboxing, you need two bodies because if something happens, I've had had my camera fall off the strap before. I had a rapid strap and it, I used it so much that the metal on the little little connector uh, for your strap actually that connects to the camera it actually wore so thin it broke and fell off into the concrete when I was sh downtown shooting a senior. And if I hadn't had a second body, the shoot would have been over. And I had action shots that night of the football game. It was a Tillman McCracken football game, which is the biggest high school game around here. You know, well, one of the biggest every year and i would have been completely screwed i wouldn't have had a camera until i rented one or sent that one off and who knows when i would have got a consignment so yeah I, I you everybody needs to have two bodies and i'm glad i got this one as a second one i think it's gonna be awesome so that's pretty much that's my uh, very in-depth technical review <laughs> in-depth technical camera. review well having two bodies uh definitely is very important so i think it's a good point to make but seems like an awesome machine. It it blows me away um, just how much cameras have changed just since you and I started and and how much they continue to change. You know, when they release something, it's not a there's not just a small change generally, like it's pretty crazy the the advancements and the technology they're putting in inside the camera bodies, even like you said, even inside the phone. Like it's unbelievable what's inside yeah, the I mean iPhone. So it's especially when we lit this last the unboxing of the camera when you used the light with it like it i mean just for a little bit i saw i was like man that doesn't look like an iphone at like i don't think anybody's gonna know unless we tell them honestly so pretty cool but anyway so so yeah that's it that's pretty much that's that's about all the input that i have on it it was i'm very happy with it i'm glad i got it and it, it, it's lived it, it got a lot of hype and deservedly so because i mean the, the a1 is is awesome apparently it's better for video uh but it's also sixty five hundred dollars this one's only thirty eight hundred so really well that's that's pretty awesome too that's pretty awesome yeah and and that's 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 kind of what happened with the 850 with nikon it was it was like the you know the D six was sixty five hundred dollars or maybe it was fifty five hundred whatever. No, they I think they made the the Z nine a little bit cheaper, but the eight fifty was around three thousand and it was. I mean, I would take that over the D six any day. I thought it was. I think that's the best DSLR ever made personally. So I don't know that this one is is quite in that class. Like I don't know if I'd call it the best mirrorless ever made. Probably not, but especially since the video isn't quite as good, but I mean, I think it's good enough, but I, but it's, I mean, it's similar though, because it's so much cheaper. So that's the key thing. 
because yeah. you get a ton, a ton for that price. But anyway, well, that's awesome, man. Um, we'll have to do. Uh, I think it'll be cool sometime to talk about. I know you're talking about how you lit that video and you all shot that on your iPhone. Um, I've got uh, we've got some new Loom Cube stuff. You and I talked about it briefly, like over the holidays, and have messed around with it lighting stuff and then using the iPhone and it's pretty remarkable uh, mm -hmm. just the end product. So that might be kind of a cool episode too uh, to discuss yeah. stuff like that. Cause I know you've got some loom cube products that you've used for some of your like miniature and like toy stuff you've shot before. Um, uh -huh. And they're actually pretty, pretty impressive. Um, they so are. And for, for stuff like that, that's smaller. I think it actually works better with big lights because you're scaling at the size. I was shooting Star Wars figures, my son's Star Wars action figures. And for those, it was better because, I mean, I had grids and barn doors and a snoot and <laughs> gels. I mean, everything you need. Yeah, it's so. it's pretty neat. It's pretty neat. So maybe maybe for an episode, we could talk on that. So, well um that's been awesome man uh if you guys are interested make sure to check out uh, his youtube channel you can see the unboxing um and then other information about his i know they're both sold out right now but uh, if new ones open up i'm sure he'd be willing to share that info with you as well so you got anything else matt i think i think that's it for this time all right guys well listen we hope you all have a great week and we'll see you back here at the beginning of next week